Welcome to the latest Big Hospitality Podcast. Today we're speaking to Alex Bond from Michelin starred Nottingham restaurant Al Camilla. Thanks so much for taking the time, Alex. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, great. Thank you. Um, since the uh, coronavirus pandemic has hit, uh, Al Camilla has tried a number of different uh, approaches. Can you talk us through what you've been doing? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So initially when the PM made the announcement last Monday to avoid all restaurants, bars and clubs, um, which obviously sent everyone up in arms, uh, we kind of went into like just action mode really. So I uh, made the decision that I would refuse to get rid of any of my staff um, regardless of what situation was was ahead so we um set up a delivery service uh within about two hours i think wow. something like that and they tried to continue trading um and because obviously the numbers in the restaurant were rapidly declining and the, as soon as the the announcers made we just got email after email after email about you know, cancellations, um, and obviously we're not wanting to get rid of anybody. We needed to, we needed a plan, and that plan was that really. So we we started, um, yeah, set takeaway sort of some stuff and just got going. We were trying to process orders and and run the restaurant for that week. Obviously, it was just getting quieter and quieter and quieter. And then obviously about a Friday, they offered us assistance and the help was good. And I think that, if I'm honest, I've, I've been pretty surprised. Well, yeah, I've been pretty surprised. I was kind of preparing, I think, as a restaurateur or anybody. We, it's a small business, so I know we're always preparing for the worst. Yeah. And I think that throughout that week, when we were waiting for Friday, you know, it was it was always about the staff. You know, like offering us a grant is great. Like, you know, it doesn't go very far. What we're more, um, what we're more concerned about is how we retain our staff and our. You know, these these people are our family. These are, you know, people we spend hours and hours and hours with. Sure. So, 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 so am I right in thinking that you've 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 suspended the the sort of takeaway offering to your customers and and, and are in the process of, of sort of transitioning to feed nhs workers is that, is that right yeah so basically the the delivery thing i mean was hugely popular it was amazing the support we had was phenomenal um the, you know the people are not so been amazing but we were just inundated um we sold over two thousand units in about for two days and uh, was you know we were blown away, but it didn't touch the size what we were charging. You know, I mean, I sat down with my accountant and to to try and break even, even after stripping out every single cost and just retaining the staff, we were looking at seventy four grand a month. Wow. Yeah. No book, you know, we no bookings, and there's a lot of delivery, it's a lot of takeaway, and charging like seven pounds. Do you know what I mean for a dish? Yeah. Sure. So we just, and then obviously the further we got on, the more advice we got, the more the, you know, the the the, the guidelines have come out and stuff. And sort of two main reasons is that one, the staff's health 
and safety first and foremost is the most important thing. Now that we know their wages are protected and they can go on to the furloughed workers scheme, they all just went home. Yep. You know, we just, it's not worth, you know, none of it's worth that, is it? So we just, they've gone home, we'll claim the wages through the furloughed scheme, uh, and we, yeah, we, or we, I and a, a few that are left, have their own voluntary work. I see, because you can't, if you pay them, it, it, obviously the whole furlough thing doesn't work, so, so it's, it's going to yeah, be voluntary. Yeah, I can't, we yep. can't trade and we can't work and we can't make a revenue, which is, I kind of agree with, but I think it's a bit mad because obviously there's certain elements of the, even if I completely shut the restaurant now, closed the doors, turned the lights off and went home and didn't come back for months, I've still got, you know, there's still seven grand a month running costs. Wow, yeah, sure. Like, we've got asset finance from when we first opened that the asset finance companies have all just said no to any repayment holiday because they're not beholden to any government legislation. Right. They're all private so, firms who have, you know, we've, we've asked them for, for repayment holidays and they just said, nah, you're right, thanks. Yeah. So we said, they're going to come out of the bank. You can't defer on them because that's your credit rating. So you don't want to mess up the future for something that's, Although it is terrible, it is only short term, and we know that. Yeah. No, and electricity still got to be on because we've got fridges, you know, like fridges and stuff. We can't can't turn everything off. Um, you know, the council seems to be still, as far as I'm aware, we've heard nothing about. You know, the bins are still getting collected, and they're still getting charged for that because that's really? not part of our rate. Yeah. Yeah, it's not part. Of, it's not part of your rate. It's not like your council tax. Yeah. So you can't that's cover your bin collection. My rates don't cover bin collection. It's a separate payment. So there's all of that stuff that's still going, even if I just go home. So any form of trading would have been just to cover that. But I fully understand that we have to stop movement, and, and that's what we've done. We've sent them all home, and we're limiting our movement and following the guidelines, and there's just literally three of us here. Sure. And you've obviously made the decision to, to do something you know, very helpful for for society in in feeding NHS workers. What what are you what are you feeding them? What, what sort of things are you cooking? I'm, I'm guessing you're not doing a, a tasting menu. No, <laughs> no. So we're we're, we're aiming for um, kitchen for. Oh, sorry, printer sorry. just started. <laughs> oh, hold that thought. Um, we're aiming for between four and five hundred meals a week across the two hospitals. Yep. Um. So. It'll be super simple. So we've been making today uh, sticky toffee pudding and toffee sauce and rhubarb crumble and uh, we've done for main course. We're doing either an aubergine curry and some lentil dal or spaghetti bolognese. Okay, so really, really sort of straightforward home yeah, home cooking. Yeah, people can. We want to. We're doing it into takeaway containers that people can collect from the hospital when they either finish the shift or whatever, and they can go home and just heat it up. Sure. The problem is we've even getting messages from people who haven't eaten in days or they're sacrificing the food they have for their children because they can't get to a supermarket because, you know, the supermarket shelves are empty. Or they're working 18 hours a day. Do you know, like, some of the stories you've heard, if I'm honest, are just just, disgusting. It's just not fair. So we want to do... Do whatever we can. 
and how how easy was it to engage with hospitals obviously you'd have had to, to talk to the hospitals about your your plan was that straightforward how, how did you go about doing that uh, it's been fine actually yeah we've got a contact with critical care uh, for both hospitals um, and we'll be dropping off to both hospitals um, on, on Thursday of next week yep. um, and then going forward probably be, we'll do one drop once a week to each to each hospital and what what you alluded to this earlier but 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 what measures are you are you taking to keep your your staff i know you've only got a few people in but but what sort of things are you are doing to try and reduce the, the the risk of contact uh so those that are in are under strict instruction to go nowhere else other than here okay so the people that we go home to are the people that we've always always lived with and the people that we work with we've always worked with you know, so if essentially, like, I, I, I get out of my house, I get in my car, I drive to work, and I, I do it, and then I go home. You know, we, we're not sure. in contact with anybody else. That's why sure. we took the delivery service, because we're not, we're not then even having to worry about social distancing at people's doorsteps. You know, we just, yep. we come to work, and we go home, and, and then the streets are completely empty. You know, there's, there's nobody to come in contact with. Sure. And, and and you know those that are here like we worked together for the last six seven months like it, it's kind of like it's too late now sure you know we're, we're already we're already part of i suppose like a, a small herd so we all yeah. know that we're not going we don't leave that herd we can't go anywhere else if you want to go and see somebody else outside of that this you go somewhere for a week and you isolate on your own yeah then you can go and see somebody but you know a lot of us that are here just as well we need something to do yeah absolutely no it's hard to tell a chef to go from eight hours a week to nothing yeah sure so you know it's about a bit about our sanity as well i think and 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 keeping us busy and active yeah, it almost. I mean, my view on this is is that it, it, you know, if there are kitchens with, with with willing chefs that are willing to you know feed people on the front line, then they should be encouraged to, to do so. But it it does almost feel like there's been mixed messages from the, the government o- over what restaurants should well, be doing. I, I totally agree. I think that we are what we're doing is infinitely safer than than like the the Chinese takeaway or whatever that you get it from. Sure. You still you're still mixing with the public, you know. Like unless you drop it on someone's doorstep and they leave the door closed, you know, and then you knock and walk off, then I suppose that's okay. But I think I think that it's been made pretty clear that obviously you know we need to be at home for to stop people from going to the pub. You know, like, yeah. or mixing with groups of people. I literally see nobody but my wife and my kids and the people that I've worked with. Yeah, all, for the all before this began. Months. Yeah. Yeah, sure. which is, you know, like, and they're the same. They've gone nowhere in the last, you know, the last, well, it's two weeks, isn't it, really, that we need to be con- conscious about. But none of them have gone anywhere in the last two weeks. So, 
and, and none of us have presented symptoms. Our man have gone on furlough because they they just gone home. Sure. So. And at the end of all this, how confident are you that, that Al Camino is going to be able to, to reopen? Oh, 100%, yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, um, I'm not concerned about the future of the restaurant. I mean, I was initially. The big, well, what, the big problem is, the, the, well, the big question mark or concern was the, was the wage bill. Yeah. It's always been it's the highest. It's the highest amount, you know, the highest percentage of all of our costs. And the moment that they covered that, we were all right. What about your rent? Have you, have you had to ask your, your landlord for a, yeah, no, a holiday? Yeah, I'm quite fortunate that my landlord is my is one of my investors. Okay, sure. So, I mean, I would just tell him to take a run and jump if he asked me for rent. <laughs> <laughs> But he would I mean he wouldn't, you know, he's understanding. Um and you know, we have a little bit of we had a little bit of money aside and that'll cover you know, like the grant the grant should cover at least four, well, sort of three or four months of them running costs that we talked about earlier. I'll have to defer my rent, but I can talk that out later. Um he'll just well, we'll just negotiate. We'll just work something out. I'll just, I'll just do it in stock. Well, we'll just add a bit onto our rent when we go forward until it's done. Like I don't expect him to not go without rent. Sure. Um, if the grant covers that, then that sort of three months, and then anything beyond that is is a loss. Right. But how you you, you know, opened the restaurant fairly, fairly recently? Do you think, and obviously yeah, you, you've done great yeah. things, you know, you've won a Michelin star. Do, do, do you think that the, that the relatively short periods that the restaurant's been opened has made it a bit tougher and perhaps more, more frustrating for the team? Um, I think everyone's in the same boat, mate. I think that, the, I don't know, we, we all have to be able to just, look at this in a totally different way I think and I think it's beyond and I probably shouldn't say it well it doesn't matter okay it's beyond restaurants and it's beyond you know this is about the, the wider community and the bigger picture and if people are frustrated because they're not been open very long that's kind of tough shit really hmm. <laughs> you know and I I hope that everybody survives nobody you know I talk about it like a restaurant's not a real thing it's a restaurant is somebody's business and somebody's livelihood. I've got mates who've got restaurants that are, you know, that are, that are smaller than us, that run on tighter margins than we do, and and are concerned. And I hope that nobody, you know, not a single one of them loses anything. But as far as like just frustration, I think that it's kind of past that. I think we sure. should all come together, and then this is a chance, you know, to blur the lines and to stop digging our heels in and stop being so political or stop being so ideological. This is a humanitarian issue now. Sure. Uh, and there's, there's definitely bigger things. And I do, like I say, I don't mean that as far as you know people's businesses, that people's lives. If, you know, I, I, I'd be destroyed if I lost this place, much like anybody else. Um, we'll help each other. That's what we're doing it. I think that's a really nice 
uh, note to to leave it on, Alex. Thanks so much for taking the time to to speak to us. You're welcome, man. Thank you very much. Stay safe.